0: This episode of Real Garbage is brought to you by Drinking Expired Buckley's Cough Medicine. It tastes like three day old work socks and surprisingly still works.
1: This is Connor Runnings. This Real Garbage is brought to you by the Order of the Rastafari Church. That is a thing. This is Real Garbage. What is up, Connor? Um, Well, it's a movie, a direction. uh, That's up. I'm pointing towards the ceiling. (laughs) I don't really have a definite answer for that question.
0: Well, folks, we have an unfamiliar voice on the microphone with with us today. This is Connor Running. Is it Running or Runnings? Running. Running. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome, my friend. So okay, I have to ask you—you you, uh, this episode brought to you by the what is this Rastafarian? You were telling me a little bit about of it, a little bit about it when you got here, but I want to hear yeah. more. Yeah.
1: Um, so basically, yesterday I went with my friend to this weird Rastafarian church. It was—he's like, "Oh, you can buy weed from there," and I'm like, "Okay, since all the dispensaries shut down, I might as well find a new way to get stuff." Anyway, I went in there, and I don't know what I expected from church that worships weed. But just the fact that, like, I go in there, and the guy starts doing a sermon, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is really serious. They're like, this is some actual church stuff that they believe in. And it is like an actual church, except it's in a strip mall, and there's a picture of Biggie on the wall. (laughs)
0: That is priceless. Were they smoking, were they smoking weed in there? Um, or can they smoke weed in there cuz
1: it's legal? He did a little bit of incense, but nothing. It was mostly just talking about spirituality and religion. I think it's mostly just there's like a parlor downstairs where you can like smoke and buy stuff. Ah. But it's mostly just like a church that has well, obviously it has like a particular Rastafarian thing going from it. But it also like is kind of a front for a dispensary. Like you can buy stuff from there and it's they'll be they'll say like, okay, you have a donation of sixteen bucks for this sort of thing. When you give you money for drugs, you call it donations. Medicine. They're just like, okay, I'm going to put these drugs here and not look at it. And if they happen to be gone, by the time they turn around, I'll go about my day and you will too. That's
0: kind of how I was telling you a little bit. That's what they used to do in the States. I was in California um, three years ago before, I think it was before it was fully really legal. And there was everything was a delivery company. So yeah, as a Canadian going down there, I managed to get my weed card by Skyping with a doctor, which was hilarious. This guy was sitting in his living room. I could see a ceiling fan on the ceiling. I could see the family pictures on the wall, and he's like, hey, bro, what's up? And I'm like, well, my back hurts. I've been in town walking all day yesterday. He's like, you're a good candidate for medical cannabis. And within within 20 minutes, he's like, I'm emailing you your thing, and I called them up, and they're like, so, like, what do you want? And my buddy and I are like, holy shit, we're going to get weed in America. So we just went online, checked their menu, and called back, and we ordered like a quarter of Gorilla Glue and some, I've oh got a little, God. got a little lemon haze vape pen that we smoked like every day for four days. And it was cool. Cause he's like, the guy goes, so your donation today is going to be your donations going to be 120 bucks. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, of course he goes, cool. It's going to be about 40 minutes. Is that cool? I'm like, they're so sweet. I'm like, yeah, that's totally fine. And the best part was buddy shows up and I'm like, I'm supposed to show you some, some credentials. He goes, Nah, you guys look. You guys look cool. Here you go. (laughs) I am like, here is the money. He's like, enjoy. That shit, Connor was so strong. We smoked one joint. I hadn't smoked weed in fifteen days. We smoked one joint. Within five minutes of finishing it, I started to get tunnel vision, and I started. to, My hearing sounded like I was underwater. (laughs) I had to say goodbye to the guy we were talking to. I am like, I need to lay down, Tyler. And he's like, you'd be okay. I am like, I don't think so. By the time we got back to the condo, a minute later, I needed to lay on the floor for ten minutes. I've never been that stoned. It was like, you remember the first time you ever got stoned?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. That was that was when I first got stoned. I was five times over the recommended starting dose. I just remember one of my friends had a bag of edibles, and I just ate one. And they're like, dude, you probably shouldn't have ate the entire thing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't feel anything. <laughs> And then we were watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, <laughs> and it kicked in, and I'm like, "Oh!" So you did
0: edibles before you smoked weed, like edibles first, no. or was that, or was that like you smoked and then, but the first time you felt the effects was when you did edibles?
1: Um, actually, I guess no. The first time I smoked weed was much before edibles. But
0: did you get high the first time you smoked?
1: Yeah, pretty high. Yeah. Uh, I guess I just went back to the story I just told you there because it's like some of the highest I've ever gotten. That was the first time I got high off edibles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was um, not fun. I was lying on the couch with my ex, begging them to sedate me for hours.
0: You were already sedated. That's what it does.
1: No, but I'm like, please, just give me a horse tranquilizer. (laughs) Give me a line of ketamine, please. Yeah, they're like, Advil, take it or leave it.
0: Well, you when you showed up here today, you mentioned you had some you had some chocolate, and you didn't realize how much you'd eaten the other night. Oh. And we figured it out; it was a two hundred milligram chocolate bar, and you had fifty milligrams, which is a pretty good dose for most people.
1: Yeah, um, that was a fun experience. I was just I was at a friend's house, and he like he had to go out for a rehearsal, but he like propped me up on his bed, put the movie Midsummer on. And like, enjoy, which admittedly was probably the perfect movie to watch in that state. But on the topic of Midsummer, we're going to talk about a less interesting horror movie. We
0: are, because it's Halloween coming up here. We're uh-huh. sticking with our theme of scary movies. Mm-hmm. And were you ever a camp kid? Did you ever go to camp?
1: A little. Um, there wasn't much for camp on my island, but... Camp was just basically go to school during the summer. Oh, gotcha. There was not a lot to sell it.
0: I went to camp a couple times. It never never had a murderer. Never had anybody die, which was good. I think we had a couple people almost die, but that's just the risk you run when you're a kid at camp.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: (laughs) But we checked out the original 1980 slasher flick, Friday the 13th. I had actually, after watching this just now, I had never seen this movie
1: me neither i
0: realized i'd never seen it and which is surprising cuz it is the first of how many, we figure there's like...
1: Ten. Is there ten? Yeah, Jason X is the last one, and it's the one where he's a cyborg, I think. I
0: think. Yeah, he's in space, isn't he?
1: Yeah, Jason in space, and he's like on the International Space Station and terrorized a bunch of astronauts. Oh, these
0: movies get out of control. <laughs> and then there's Freddy versus Jason, but we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So this one, yes. 1980, uh, I always do the scores, it was 62% from the critics, 60% from the viewers, and it got a 6.5 out of 10 on the old IMDb scale.
1: That this that mo- sounds about right considering the time. Yeah,
0: this movie is older than me by 2 years.
1: Oh wow. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. And like I I'm sure you were saying earlier, I'm sure back in the 80s this movie was probably really freaky, oh, really yeah. scary.
1: No, it it like it probably broke all the boundaries for that back then with films, but since we live in the time we live in now, we're pretty much everything that ever happened in that movie has become a huge cliche or horror trope that a lot of good horror writers try to avoid now. Like, most of that movie was just jump scares.
0: Everything was a jump scare. And
1: not even good jump scares.
0: (laughs) Predictable. You and I were calling every single jump scare. Every
1: single one.
0: We may have missed one, but I doubt it. I'm pretty sure we hit every single one.
1: Yeah, just like, okay, she's going to come around here. She's going to break through the window. Oh, what was that bullshit about we can swear on here, right? Absolutely. Fucking A. What was that bullshit about <laughs> um there was one part where the final girl, Alice, I think her name was, Alice, was yeah, was in the cabin or whatever and she was hiding from a killer and like we're looking at the window. It's <laughs> like the shot with like her and the window and you're like, oh, the killer's gonna come through the window. <laughs> She's coming through the window. <laughs> And the killer shoves a dead mutilated body through the window. And she's like, oh, I'm going to cry and be sad about it instead of doing what a normal person would do, which is, I don't know, fucking run.
0: Yeah, no one. And this is the thing I get the most angry about with these movies is that nobody, nobody tries to defend themselves or run away or look back. (laughs) Nobody. If I'm getting chased by a murderer. I'm sprinting for one, but it seems uh-huh. like everyone just forgets how to run once they're getting chased in these movies.
1: Yeah, they always trip and stuff like it's like the the adrenaline that kicks in when you feel it, it's supposed to like get you over all this stuff. And if you're tripping then Unless you have did as many edibles as I did last yeah. night, you have no excuse.
0: You always hear stories about people's adrenaline kicking in and them lifting cars off of family members exactly. or jumping, jumping nine-foot-tall fences or getting super strong. It's the opposite in these old horror movies. You oh. just get weak and really bad, really poor coordination.
1: Speaking of adrenaline and being able to do superhuman things, let's talk about Mrs. Voorhees.
0: She's a power lifter
1: yeah looks she's, of things. She's like a little bitty old woman, but she's able to stab Kevin Bacon through the bed and through his neck
0: with a broadhead arrow. I found that this camp itself, you're using so I don't know if you're familiar with archery at all. I've done a little bit of of archery and bow hunting. A you little. have you have broadheads, which are mm-hmm. your four bladed or three bladed like killer arrow tips. okay. And then you have your field tips for just practice shooting. None of these arrows at this camp should have had broadheads.
1: Yeah, I feel like that should just be a safety regulation, you know? Kids go to that camp.
0: It was the 80s, though. People didn't really give a shit about
1: safety. Yeah. Speaking of regulations and safety, it was really ironic that they didn't seem to get a shit about safety at all since everyone dressed like they were the cast of like a really bad... Anti-drug PSA. Or an
0: educational video in school.
1: Although, to be fair, I guess it was kind of an to anti-drug far. PSA because basically everyone that did drugs or sex got murdered.
0: That's true. It was a lesson to everyone.
1: Don't yeah. smoke weed, you hippies, because you gonna die. Oh, what was that thing that cop said to Kevin Bacon about, like, oh yeah, the reefer, the weed? Oh, that guy was that
0: guy was a walking PSA right there. What are you smoking? Don't smoke. Don't smoke the reefer. Don't smoke that. Blah, blah, blah. I can't remember what else he was saying, but...
1: Yeah, there's always, like, in, that, in like, the old 80s movies, they always, like, they tried to be edgy about weed, but they'd always have the guy who smoked it, like, hold it, like, in this villainous way that no one ever would. The reefer addict. He, his...
0: <sighs> you ever seen the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? Yeah. That the one video that they're playing when he's like, the reefer addict. He will... <laughs> His eyes will be dark from tea shades and his pants will be stained with semen from jacking off when he can't find a rape victim. (laughs) They just made them sound horrible.
1: I don't remember that part, but that sounds about right. I've watched
0: that movie so much; It's it's in my top five. I love it. But okay. So we start this movie off. It's like a, they don't even tell us when it is. I'm guessing it was like present day. Yeah. It said present day. Yeah. After the intro where we see two people, two camp counselors get murdered. They're doing that stupid kumbaya sing along. And then we're they, they get they get murdered. Then it's like yeah, present day. I'm like okay, Friday the 13th, present day. Guessing that's 1980.
1: Yeah, in a, in no a small had, town, no one had any iPhones or Uggs or Dabbed at all. So you
0: would think you would
1: think that um,
0: after someone got murdered at a camp, there would be no chance of them ever opening it, opening it up again.
1: Well, they did like people like oh, you shouldn't go to there, and they had like that lame ass nickname for. For it. Camp Blood.
0: Oh god, they could have had so many better names.
1: Yeah, like how about Camp Claustrophobic Cabins or Camp Unregulated Archery?
0: Camp, someone got murdered here. We shouldn't go. Camp, don't send your kids here ever.
1: Instead of Camp crystallite instead of Camp Crystal Lake, it should be Camp crystallized Balls, because that's how they're gonna find you. Well
0: it's just it's it's in the middle of nowhere. Like I I don't know. If I had kids, I wouldn't send them to a camp in the like the middle of nowhere, especially if someone got murdered there.
1: I love dragging people into the middle of nowhere, but that's because I'm a young 20-something and admittedly I'm probably like in one of these movies, I'm going to be like the first person to get murdered because <laughs> I just I'm so horny for death.
0: <laughs> you just look like the murderable type.
1: Yeah, you got no. that face. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, if you didn't want to get murdered, you shouldn't have went out looking like that. Yeah, this is your
0: own fault. You were asking for it.
1: You just have such puppy dog eyes. It makes me want to kill you. So this
0: movie starts off, it's misleading because we both thought that this woman, this young woman coming to town was yeah. the main was going to be the main character.
1: Yeah, it spent so much time focusing on her and she was she had kind of like a final girl attitude and you liked her because hmm. she was always like First of all, she talked like a 12-year-old. She sounded
0: so young that the voice didn't, yeah, the voice did not match her face. Oh. It threw me off.
1: This is a tangent. Speaking about the 80s, let's talk about all the casual misogyny that happened in the scene where we were introduced to her.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay, so she goes into that coffee shop, first of all, and asks, hey, which way is Camp Crystal Lake? And
1: then they- everyone turns around, and the music stops, and...
0: They look at her like she's a... I, I, I don't even, I can't even express what their faces looked like because they were like, ugh. Don't like,
1: go to the camp where people get murdered.
0: It looked like she just let the worst fart go and <laughs> stunk the whole place up. They're like, ugh.
1: And she was standing in the doorway, so it should have gone out. It
0: didn't make sense. But yeah, um, talk about that truck driver that gave her yeah, a ride.
1: She got in the truck with like this super janky ass looking driver.
0: Enus. Like- Enos was his name. I believe. Enos. I love the I loved old names in the in the old days. I
1: don't think I've ever met anyone named Enos. I don't it's, think anyone it sounds mean, like Anus. I don't think
0: anyone's mean enough to name their child Enus these days or Gertrude or Bertha. Like seriously, there was no thought in names back in the day. Thank well, God I'm born now.
1: I mean it was all based on like I'm sure he was named after his dad or uncle or grandpa or something. Oh, grandpa penis. Like, seriously,
0: (laughs) we're like, let's name him Enos. Yes. That sounds like the best name we could give our son.
1: It's penis or anus, either one. But anyway, maybe that's why he's been such a creep. Because anyway, he's like, he's like, I'll give you a ride or all the girls at the camp as cute as you. (laughs) And then he like helps her into the truck by like pushing her ass up both hands. Both hands. I, I feel like that's a solid red flag. Right there. I'm
0: pretty sure he got a thumb in there somewhere. Maybe <laughs> both. Maybe both. And Hoping she, up in the truck there, girly.
1: And she's still talking to him on the drive, like, "Oh, you." The eighties were so a, bad.
0: The eighties were a different time. God damn. But okay, so they're in the truck. I love this. So she's she's like, "What are you not telling me? Why shouldn't I go there?" He's like, "Just quit now. Just quit now." What does she call him? An American original.
1: And Amer- Thanks for reminding You're the, an
0: American uh, original
1: He's an American original If anything, a truck driver With a southern accent That picks her up and drives her to a place Where he knows she's gonna die mm-hmm. Only he, a true American original Would do that He
0: probably had rape on the, on the brain We're not sure, we didn't get to find out
1: I'm just glad she didn't drink from his Water <laughs> bottle or something Here, have a
0: sip out of this flask
1: it tastes like medicine. Does this smell like roofie to you? <laughs>
0: Does this rag smell like chloroform? You ever, there was a, oh God, just, there's a little tangent. There was a video of a dude who tested out chloroform. Remember when Vine was big? Yeah. It was a Vine video. <laughs> he chloroformed himself. Can, can you actually do that on a Vine? It works he, that fast. He did. He, he goes, he goes, I'm going to see if chloroform works. <gasps> I don't think it. Bam. And he face plants into the wall. Who knows if it was real or not. It looked. How did
1: it get uploaded to Vine? I don't know, but it was Because you have to like hold your finger on the thing when you're recording and press send. Maybe he had like a buddy there. I think as soon
0: as you let it go, it just saves that clip, doesn't it? And then you hit send, if I remember correctly.
1: Maybe. I, used, I, n- I never had it.
0: I wish I'd saved my Vine videos. I made a couple where I was in the house, and I'm like, man, I'm hungry. No, I was playing Operation. I yeah. bought Operation from Value Village, and I'm like, I'm going, careful, careful. And I touch the side and it goes, burn. and I cut to a video of a house exploding. No! <laughs> and then I did it again. I'm like, mm, I'm hungry. I want to get some food. I go, ooh, crispy minis. And I open the bag. Boom, the house explodes again. I use that thing for so many, so many
1: Vines. Real Garbage, sponsored by Jeff's defunct Vine account. I don't
0: know, and you can't even find those things anymore. Because Vine, those videos are just gone. If you I mean, didn't save them, they're just
1: gone. Oh, yeah, I guess the ones you made themselves. But there's, like, all the Vine compilations on YouTube for teenagers who miss it. It's always something like clean Vines to cheer you up when you feel like life is not worth living or something. And it'll be a guy going like, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs>
0: Well, so many of the, the big the guys that named got their names really out there during vines. Oh, yeah. They were smart. They saved their videos. This is one guy, Simon Rex, I follow mm-hmm. on Instagram. He's a he's a I think he I don't know if he's a comedian or not, but he's just a funny motherfucker. Yeah. And he's got a ton of like one of my favorites that I remember of his was he's on a boat and he's going, Living the boat life, bitches. And he goes, mm, what's that? And his like doors moving, and he's like, just a removable bathroom, NBD. I
1: feel like I've seen that it's in one of those so, compilations. It's
0: so good, I can't find it
1: anywhere though. But anyway, I feel like we should get back to the. Oh yeah, yeah. But I love um, how
0: she says, "You sound like Ralph." Oh,
1: so she Ralph, met. She, she met
0: crazy Ralph.
1: Yeah, this was a guy we forgot to mention when she was going in there. There was just a random <laughs> crazy, soothsayer dude who's just like, "You are dude. dude. Yeah, what, what did I write here? Um,
0: I just said you sound like Ralph. I'm like, how the hell did you get all the names? Like she's she's got a great memory on her. I will give her that.
1: Because yeah, and but this guy just goes around giving ominous hints, and then later he shows up because he sneaks into the pantry. Oh, he Jesus. rides his bike. All the way to the camp, which is like, how 20, far out of town? they said
0: 20 miles.
1: 20 miles out of town. He just <laughs> rides his bike there, goes, you're doomed, and doomed. leave. Like, if you really care <laughs> that much about their safety, stay and protect them.
0: I will say, it's a single speed bike too. An old school, rusty ass, single speed bike. He did 20 miles. Like when what was the-, the last time you biked 20 miles? Miles, not kilometers. Uh, That's like 36 kilometers or something.
1: Biking from my parents to my neighbor's house is enough.
0: Uh, the last time I got on my bike was in the summer, and I maybe did ten k. I'm in pretty good shape. That had me tired. This this is an old man who's maybe he all he does is just ride that bike. He
1: was just w- riding like a Stranger Things bike.
0: Yeah, basically, or a fucking high ho silver from from it. No
1: way.
0: <laughs> so now I love how we get introduced to Kevin Bacon and the other. T- I can't remember who else. I think it's Ned. Or is it Bill?
1: There was Bill. uh, Bill is a discount Paul Rudd, and Ned (laughs) is a discount Matthew Lillard.
0: And yeah, Ned's already at the camp chopping up that. uh, No, Steve. Never mind. I'm getting ahead of myself. But anyway. Steve is a
1: guy who looks like discount Robin Williams from Hook.
0: absolutely does. He never wanted to grow up. But I love how they got the banjo music just blasting in their truck.
1: Like we're about to watch Deliverance or something. Go
0: back the way you came.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a little weird. You just sounded like freaking Yosemite Sam there. Go! <laughs>
0: Who wants to listen to banjo music, though? When's the last time you're like, mm, hey, uh, Spotify, fire up a banjo playlist?
1: Sometimes it's nice if it comes out, up out of the blue. You're like, okay, I can jam to this. Like, I mean, the Gulf Island I live on, Laskini, it's very, like, country music is very fitting. I yeah. love country music.
0: Banjo, though, mm. if it's in a country song and it's a banjo solo, yeah. maybe. But by choice, I ain't firing up a banjo song. I don't even couldn't even name one. Well, I could, uh, the only one that...
1: There's dueling banjos.
0: Yeah, that's the one. That's the only one I can think of. I could not yeah. tell you one other song that has banjo in it.
1: Yeah, it's just you hear ban. Rule of horror movie, you hear banjo, you gonna die.
0: <laughs> run, just run. So I love how okay. So we get introduced to Steve Discount, Robin Williams, with his yeah. no his no shirt jean shorts with horrible wood chopping uh, posture. I might add.
1: He also looked like Weird Al with the glasses and the hair dead. <laughs> Maybe he was Weird Al. <laughs> oh. Been
0: spending most his life in the middle of Amish paradise. Is he still making music?
1: Oh, yeah. No, he, he recently went on a note strings attached tour where he brought like a whole string band with him. Really? And he put out an album in like 2014. I really hope he w- works on a new album, actually, because I can't wait to hear his bad guy. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, was it Billy? He's going to do a Billy Eilish ripoff,
1: yeah. you figure? Probably. And This is America. He'll probably do that too. This
0: is America.
1: Don't get you slipping up. This is 7 <laughs> Eleven.
0: Fill, fill up your Slurpee cup. Fill up your Slurpee cup. All right, so it's, uh, this uh, who we thought was the main character gets picked up in a Jeep.
1: Yeah, I get picked up in a Jeep by someone who is obviously the killer because yep. they won't show his or her face. <laughs> at all, drives past the camp and she's like, what are you doing? The camp is this way. I'm really trying to be friendly, but you're kind of pushing me.
0: And I go, tuck and roll. And she did. I didn't think she would. I didn't she think she was going your to. your
1: advice. <laughs> tuck and roll, bitch. She just does. But then she did that thing that you said where she just kept tripping over her own feet when she's running away from someone who's trying to kill her. If you're going to tuck and roll out of a car, they get ready to sprint. And she was,
0: I loved how this, I love how this sequence was shot because that Jeep was hauling ass. She tucked and rolled and she rolled once like she had been like running and then just went, oh. What was it
1: going? Like 80 miles an hour? It was
0: going fast. It was going really fast. And I just, again, she gets, so Mrs. Voorhees is obviously a sprinter and a power lifter because she's following her, circles around her somehow, gets in front of her. And then this woman doesn't fight back at all.
1: And then she gets her throat cut open like a bitch.
0: Yeah, I I just, this shit just drives me nuts. At least fight back. At least put your hands up and go, ah, try to stop her.
1: Like, if your hands are going to get cut up, it's better than your throat.
0: Yeah. I'd rather lose a finger than, you know, get my jugular nicked. Because you know you ain't going to survive that.
1: Yeah, also you're in broad daylight, too. You can see everything. It's just, like, examine your surroundings, get a rock, or, like, throw a bunch of leaves in her face, and, like, frickin' get outy.
0: I would think this would be my strategy, because I feel like if you just got a nice, steady jog going, Mm -hmm. you could outrun a murderer.
1: Yeah, totally. Easily. Maybe, like, weave through trees or, like, drag the branches behind you so they snap back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, she's chasing me, whoop I am right in the face. Well, it's, like, rule number one on Zombieland. Cardio.
1: Yeah, all the Zombieland rules could actually be applied here. Double tap because, oh, my God, how many times in the final fight sequence oh, when she's like, oh, I'm just going to hit her once not make sure she's dead and then try to leave only for her to jump scare and try to kill me again. <laughs> Bash your fucking face in! Oh, it's carelessness. Just stop on her jugular.
0: I think we need to make a realistic horror movie. Like we were talking about this during the movie. I said, where everybody stays together. No one's allowed to leave. If you got to go to the bathroom, you go together. And then if the killer tries to jump you, you all jump the killer and you just murder them and it's over. This movie would be 20 minutes long.
1: Yeah, slashers are super easy to break if you. Actually, figure out what's what's going on. If if it's like a guy with a knife, I've just I've played that simulation out in my head so much. Like before I even watched horror movies, I would just be scared of some rando stranger coming in my room. I'd be like, okay, first thing I do is throw my Van de Graaff generator at them, and then like maybe get the reclining chair to like kick out, and knock them off their feet, and then run. You put some thought into this. Yeah, well, um, you may.
0: I need you to take a note out of your book. I, I think I would just. I got a kettlebell. I'd probably just go for the kettlebell and just slam. It's 40 pounds. I'd just slam them in the chest with that and yeah. then smash their skull in with it.
1: I also have a guitar in my room, so I could Ooh, hit them with that. Good weapon. But if I don't have to sacrifice my guitar to save my life, I really don't want to. Oh,
0: no. My axe. My figurative
1: axe, not literal axe. God damn it.
0: Okay, we made you made a comment at one point, the writing in this, because they ask the stupidest question.
1: Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no. there's a part where they're all getting to know each other, and they're like, oh, what's your favorite flavor of when ice cream? If
0: you were a flavor of ice cream, what would it be?
1: And then one was like, like rock and roll. I'd be, fuck you, that's
0: what I'd be. Ask better questions, stupid. <laughs> but then Buddy rolls into the water, and this is the worst thing you could do to people. I'm going to pretend I drowned.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> it was like, I think they just wanted to, like set the tone by like having there be like a fake scare that isn't actually going on but still that's a shitty thing to do to a person also also shitty thing to do period would you want to like pretend you were drowning like people might not even come save you they'll be like oh he's just doing it as a prank Oh, and it was Ned, wasn't he? It was it, dis- was. it was Discount Matthew Lillard.
0: That guy was a piece of shit.
1: That guy was... Glad he died quick. He was another good example of just all the 80s misogyny. And yeah, he was trying to hit on that one woman a lot. Yeah. He's like, it's, you're cute when you're angry.
0: Imagine how triggered society would be if that happened in a movie now. Oh my God, I can't believe he pretended to be dead. That's so offensive. I'm I'm offended. Would just be outrage, outrage back then. People were like, or how he moron. almost shot
1: her with an arrow. Oh, yeah,
0: that was a dick move because you're shooting okay, you're shooting first of all with a recurve bow, not a compound bow. So your accuracy is not even close to what it should be. So this guy must have been a professional to put that arrow within a foot of her
1: with like real arrows, yes,
0: yeah, because as we saw, they were broadhead arrows, they weren't field tips. And he's just laughing about it. He's like, Oh. I'm hilarious. Watch what I'm I do with so my trick fl- shot. He goes to load up two arrows. I'm like, dude, you're a piece of shit. I'd be putting an arrow through that guy's face or drowning him for it real. It was a
1: good way to foreshadow how she was going to die, though. But
0: she didn't die like that. It wasn't her, remember? Remember, because right. she got lured into the arrow, no, the archery it a, field. it was the
1: Discount Paul Rudd that and was he, like pinned to the door. Pinned
0: to a door up off his feet. So that means Mrs. Voorhees had to lift. I'm going to guess he's 180, 185. Probably. 180 pounds of dead weight up onto a door and then put three arrows through him Wait. and through the door. Those are some very strong arrows, and she's a very strong woman.
1: Weight is so much heavier when it's dead. Like, the human body, like, if I were to just lift you up now, it would be way easier than if I did if you were dead and had, like, gone into rigor mortis and, yeah. like, shit your pants. That adds so much weight to it, and it's so hard to move. Don't ask me how I <laughs> know.
0: What are you not telling us, Connor?
1: Oh, Where are the you. bodies buried? In my Oh,
0: oh you... Um so I love the snake in the uh the snake in the cabin. They mentioned there were snakes in the cabin. And,
1: and he, then there was actually a snake in the cabin. He
0: chops it twice. I'm like, one's probably enough. It's good.
1: It was the most like that honestly, I kind of respect it because that guy did way more than Alice ended up doing. With Mrs. Voorhees. Like, I wish that had been the final guy. He would have finished the job really well.
0: Well, we only saw that machete twice, which I thought was interesting. That scene and then once later when Alice and Voorhees are fighting.
1: Like, the machete was always, like, Jason's weapon of choice in, like, the future films, wasn't he? It's kind of like an icon.
0: Yeah. Oh, you gotta love the 80s for cultural appropriation. Oh. Ned dancing around, doing the... Like the legit the, straight up Indian headdress on, too. That would, again, this movie now, if they made it, <laughs> if they made it shot for shot right now, the outrage, the outrage on the internet would be insane.
1: Like, I'm just thinking about, like, the huge dick character in Midsummer, who was more just kind of like a subtle dick, you know, but everyone still hated him. And now look at this guy.
0: Yeah, that was a, it was pretty. Bad, so we've talked about Ralph already. He shows up here in a little bit You're and tells doomed. them all they're doomed. <laughs> and we've got uh, well, Jack, oh Kevin Bacon, Jack, and um, Brenda. Yeah,
1: the couple that hooks it up. And as both of us, as soon as we saw they were gonna do it, I was like, they're gonna die.
0: <laughs> yep, because if you can't, you because you can't have sex in a horror movie
1: no. and live.
0: Oh, it's not possible.
1: Or like if you do make sure that um I was gonna say make sure there are other people around. <laughs> but unless you want to turn out like that one scene in Midsummer, then <sighs> Midsummer spoilers for anyone <laughs> who hasn't seen it. I haven't anyway. Seen
0: it. I haven't seen it. I need to watch it.
1: Oh yeah. shit, watch it. It's one of the best oh, horror I, movies.
0: Yeah, I wrote it down though. We were talking about that at uh, Logan's one night and I wrote it. it's on my list.
1: Yeah, Oh, uh, it's such a good
0: It's on Netflix, right?
1: No, it isn't. I just rented it from YouTube. Okay, I'll find it. You'll find a way to watch it.
0: So I love this. They got... so Ned. Okay, as much as I didn't like Ned's character, motherfuckers got some skills on that guitar.
1: That was not Ned. That was Bill. Oh, wait, that
0: was Bill. Fuck Ned. Oh, yeah, Ned was dead.
1: Ned was dead. He was was up in the bunk up where, like, Kevin Bacon and that girl were having sex. He was in the bunk above them, just dead, and they didn't smell it at all or see the little droplets of blood on his pillow, which I admit was a nice touch.
0: Move this a little closer. Oh, am I being too Yeah, hey, There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get right in there. Get that, oh, get that yeah. base. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I commented too that he, was, he had his throat cut on the top bunk.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: cut a jugular, there's a lot of blood. We only saw little specks of blood on the edge of the pillow down below.
1: And Miss Voorhees is really good at cleaning up after herself. There was like, yeah. oh no, she put like the machete in Kevin Bacon's bed. I really should just be calling him by his actual name. Yeah, he's,
0: he's Kevin Bacon.
1: Yeah, he put, put the machete in Kevin Bacon's bed to freak the other campers out. But it was like totally clean of blood. This
0: movie brought to you by the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Need to clean up a blood spill? Get the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser.
1: Club soda ain't cutting it?
0: Mr. Clean. <laughs>
1: There was, yeah, there should have been so much blood. Slashing prices and campers.
0: (laughs) There should have been so much blood.
1: That would have been scary enough. Like, she didn't have to put in all this extra effort. It's scary as it is. Like, I get sick if I see, like, my finger cut open or something. So that much blood...
0: Oh, last year, I, uh, I worked 82 days straight between two jobs, and I had a weekend off in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited. It was Friday. I had the next two days off, and I'm cutting my spinach for breakfast. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I just, I just wasn't paying attention, and I almost sliced the whole tip of my thumb off.
1: Ooh! holy shit did it
0: bleed I'm like ooh that's a hospital trip so I wrap it up and I had all my band-aids were in my bag already packed in the car I had to run outside I scared the shit out of my neighbor because I'm like hey I flag him down as he's driving away because I couldn't get the band-aid on by myself I'm like can you give me a hand here for a second he's like well, what happened I'm like ah, I might have cut myself a little bit as I uncover my thumb it Just goes, <gasps> and he goes holy shit I'm like mm, that's a lot of blood that's a lot of blood he goes oh my god I'm like it's cool it's cool as I'm starting to get light headed I'm like oh, he's got to get a Band-Aid on there, Dan. Please just get a Band-Aid on there. And he puts one on there and he puts it. he's shaking. I'm like, it's cool, cool. Just calm down, man. Just calm down. Gets two on there. I wrap it up with paper towel, tape. I went to work. I go, hey, boss, can I get the medic to look at this? He goes, what'd you do? I'm like, oh, I kind of cut myself. He goes, go to the hospital. I said, well, here's the thing. I don't know if my BC medical is up to date at the moment. So he goes, get the hell out of here and go to the hospital. I'm like, damn it. It was, thankfully, so they just cleaned it up, gave me a tetanus shot, glued it closed. That is rough. But but that was my thumb, and there was so much blood, so you're getting your throat cut. There should be, well, how many, what, there's like five, six pints of blood in the human body? There's a lot.
1: I feel bad for not knowing this.
0: Mm, I think it's, I want to say it's like, it's between five and eight. Probably, just
1: there's a certain amount of buckets you can fill
0: I love how they start playing. The others start playing strip monopoly. So have you? They didn't
1: have cards against humanity back then, so they they just had to make everything involve stripping.
0: Did you ever? Are you? you, Did you ever play monopoly?
1: A little bit. Um, I played all like the standard games: monopoly, Scrabble monopoly i would never play it because all the people that i would play it with would get mad and overturn the board and Me like send the little pieces everywhere
0: i have flipped a monopoly board before because i hate that game it always ends in rage I just I don't know. I don't know why. You know, no, you know what it is? Because I always spend my money in the set because you can't buy anything in the first round. I always start buying up everything in the second round that I never have enough money to pay anybody. I screw my it's just like real life.
1: I never have enough money. When do you think Monopoly is gonna get in game DLC?
0: Mm. Jesus Christ. Then well, there's
1: then he could really go cha ching. There's so
0: many expansions for it. There's so many different versions of it. For me, yeah, I, I don't play it anymore. I don't play that or trivial pursuit. Because trivia Pursuit, I have a friend, Blake. Shout out, mm-hmm. Blake. I, you met him today. He's, oh, yeah. He's a, he's a smart ass because he knows mm-hmm. a lot of useless trivia. And every time you get a question wrong, he'll go, you stupid idiot. And we all just get <gasps> fucking... It, it's almost comical. I wish we could just record ourselves playing Trivial Pursuit because we get ridiculously at each other. It's it's vicious. It's I want to steal that. Oh, man. he's You fucking stupid people.
1: It gets... Bad, we have
0: so we haven't played in a long time,
1: but anyway, strip monopoly. What, what was yeah. about that part where like he he lost money and she's like, You owe me one boot, <laughs> one
0: boot, and he's he's wearing cowboy boots in the summer at a campground
1: again. They dress like they're in a PSA, yeah. <laughs> they, it seems all the boys are dressed like ranch hands, and all the girls are dressed like stay at home moms of 40. <laughs> even though, well, it was the 80s, and they're teenage actors, so they're probably all 30.
0: I love... I did make a comment where... Because you, you were saying that um, them them playing scared in this movie is tough, but they're not doing it very well. It I just, had a theory that it was just the 80s, and the director was probably just high off his ass on coke, just going, yep, yep, looks great, looks great. All right, set up for the next shot, set up for the next shot. <laughs> Woo! I fucking love this movie!
1: I just imagine that part in the original It where... The adult Beverly's like talking about Pennywise and she's like, why is he so mean? (laughs)
0: Because he's a murderous clown demon with homicidal tendencies, I guess.
1: Exactly.
0: So now we go to the bathroom. Have you ever, have you ever had to poop in an outhouse at night in the dark?
1: It's the most terrifying thing in the world. It's
0: scary as hell.
1: I'm always afraid something's going to like come up from the bottom. (laughs) Like some giant poop monster or something.
0: You ever see a? There was an old movie. This you probably haven't seen it called Ghoulies. No, I it, haven't. It was a movie about monsters that would come out of the toilet. And I'm and I'm not kidding. When I was like ten, I watched it. And I used to get my sister when I'd go. This was this was for like a month or two. I'd get my sister to sit outside the bathroom door when I was pooping, and just have a conversation with her. It was the nice. weirdest, the weirdest thing, but I was scared these little things were going to come out of the toilet. That movie, <sighs> uh, my, my mom and I was subjected to a lot of scary movies as a small child. Mm-hmm. My mom was dating this guy for a while who used, uh, our like thing on the weekends was let's go to Clemenson's Movies and More and rent, you can get 10 movies for 10 days for 10 bucks. And he would just, he'd be like, go nuts, pick whatever you guys want. We'd rent scary fucking movies.
1: Oh, my God. Like,
0: I watched It. I'm scared of clowns because It, I watched that movie numerous times as a nine-year-old.
1: I imagine, like, it's, I, as an adult, have seen It late in my life, like, a couple years ago, and I wasn't really that scared of it, but that's because it didn't make, like, such a lasting impression because I wasn't, like, I feel like for a lot of people who saw it originally, it was just like that good nostalgia. And it could be legitimately scary sometimes, but just, I'm so used to the horror we have now. It's so funny that I'm such a horror snob now (laughs) because I used to hate them when I was a kid.
0: Like horror movies in general? Hate them. Why?
1: I was scared. Mm. I was, I was not a horror movie fan. And, and my best friend was super into horror movies. I lived on like this really isolated island called Luskiti, which was mostly forest. Mm-hmm. And there was this creepy orchard that Ooh. I lived next to that had like this Blair Witch shack in the back that like a mirror and one bed. And I was like, okay, I imagine the victims are probably tortured here. Jesus. And there's like a bunch of broken glass everywhere. <laughs> and somebody since moved onto that property. But when I was six, it was the most terrifying thing in the world. They told me that there was like a lady with no skin back there. Made up stories to terrify me. I'm still kind of...
0: You seem like there's still some little trauma in there.
1: (laughs) A little, admittedly. (laughs) And it's funny because the tables have turned since then because she hates horror movies now because she's actually had to go through the scariness of life. And now I'm a 20 something who just kind of wants to test my boundaries with everything. So How, how old are you? 23, 24?
0: 21. Oh wow, you're so young. Yes. You have I, Your uh, whole life ahead of you, Connor. It's sweet that you dude, I'm I I'm I'm stoked that you like you're doing stand up at 21, man. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, no, I really like doing it. Yeah.
0: And you're you're fun to watch, man. Thank you. I wish I wish I'd like known about it or started doing it, but like I just wasn't I don't know, I was doing other stuff. I was partying and Drinking and smoking too much weed at 21.
1: Uh, that's. I mean, I'm also doing that, but
0: it happens. It's part of life.
1: Exactly. You have to test your limits. That's how these things happen.
0: So Brenda gets an axe to the face, like full on to the face that in this was bathroom brutal. scene. Brutal. It was pretty horrific. But again, no attempt to stop it.
1: No attempt to defend herself. Oh no, she was just like, "This isn't real. <laughs> this isn't real."
0: You have fake news.
1: Bam. If you Toast. if you think you see something, you run. Yeah, I love how she's like, oh, you guys, come
0: on, stop it. She's in the bathroom by herself. She just left people. Like it's like, don't. No, no, just don't. Just just run. Just finish care. brushing your teeth and go.
1: I don't care if there's no killers on this facility. If we're at a campground and there's a public bathroom and we're this far from society. I'm bringing someone with me. <laughs> of course. Like stay at least, at least go as
0: pairs, stay yeah. in pairs. Have your, have your accountability buddy with you.
1: Yeah. Accountability buddy. That's actually,
0: I stole that from Simpsons. Ah, the accountability buddy. That actually, no, wait, that's South park.
1: It sounds like a good thing to have when you're like, because these teenagers are also like drinking a lot. So,
0: and smoking weed. I don't know where
1: they got the beer from. Um, the, the camp.
0: The camp has broadhead arrows, guns, a full artillery, and beer.
1: Probably Peter. He was older, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, I suppose.
1: Peter was his name, right?
0: Oh wait, Steve. The at the diner.
1: The guy who looked like Weird Al.
0: Yeah, Steve. Steve. Yeah. yeah. Steve. I'm like Peter. There no Peter. Peter. No, now we go back to the diner, and we're it was it was weird too because you're like wonder where Steve is all of a sudden boom diner, and now we see Steve. To be predictability honest, predictability to the
1: T. To be honest, I kind of forgot about Steve until then. And he's a hard guy to forget about too. Yes. He looks like Weird Al and he's wearing a freaking uh red bandana. Wear, red bandana and cutoffs. He basically is dressed like my dad. D- <laughs> and in,
0: wait, in all the old photos from his like early teen or late teens and early 20s because that was the outfit back then. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure my my there's pictures of my parents with that same outfit.
1: No, my dad just really likes wearing short shorts.
0: He Still, just wears them now.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Who wears short shorts? Connor's dad wears short shorts. Yeah. I love. He's like, oh, listen, I better get back to the campground because those people, those guys, are just babes in the woods. I'm like, it always seems weird when people call uh, other people babes, like in, re- in reference to babies. It seems really odd. Like oh, they're just babes in the woods. Wait, was he like, calling
1: them in reference to? Ba- I th- yeah. I th- I thought he was more just being like, okay, there's some hotties I have waiting for me. He's
0: bisexual. He likes them all. Like, they're all babes. Mm, better get back there. Then he puts on his yellow slicker. And you said he looked like...
1: Um, yeah, he looks like he's about to get killed by a dilophosaurus. I'm going to run you over when I come back down. Or like he's about to disappear into a sewer.
0: Or like he knew what we did last summer.
1: They all float down here, Steve my boat
0: (laughs) (laughs) so he ends up cruising around with his jeep his jeep breaks down he gets picked up by the by the police chief this the cop's just cruising around what was the cop doing driving down the middle of nowhere at night it seemed odd like in that kind of place you'd figure the cop would be chilling at the diner
1: well i mean at first when i saw that i assumed he was just driving down to the camp to check up on them since they're at the middle of nowhere Uh that makes sense that that would be the reasonable thing to do, but then he dropped it off as like, okay, here you go. Yeah, he just leaves Steve there. Well, see you later. Get the cops with their artillery,
0: and so Brenda gets misled. She hears someone going, help me, and we realize it. And then she goes outside. To love out. She has a. She gets ready for bed. She puts on her nightgown. She's reading, and then she's like, here's this help me. And she goes, oh, better go outside and investigate. Doesn't put on a raincoat. Is like, man, eh, this is fine.
1: Like you're gonna go back to bed soaking wet. You're gonna have a cold. She was just hanging out on the porch though.
0: Yeah, well then eventually she walked into the archery field where we started I'm like, "Oh god, she's going to turn into a human pincushion." Oh, Little yeah. to the left, real more, real more, but no. She just we didn't even know she... how she got killed.
1: Well, <clears throat> didn't she have She was just tied up with a
0: rope, but she wasn't even... It was, like, loosely tied. It was, like, a grand Oh, yeah, and
1: and we thought she was alive because the actress is doing (laughs) such a terrible job playing bad. I was like, is she breathing?
0: And action.
1: (sighs) She was probably on the cocaine, too. Oh, all of them were. They had enough to go around. It was the 80s. So I love
0: how um, it's... Now, Bill... Bill and... Alice? Alice Go to find a, a phone. It's a rotary payphone. Oh, and they... Where's the key to this office? Wait, hang on. I'll I'll get it. She just breaks the window. It's
1: no like, oh, I just found it in my pocket.
0: Yeah. Oh, I had it on me the whole time. Silly me. I love how they got a payphone in the middle of nowhere. Rotary phone as well. Did you ever have you ever have you ever seen a rotary phone? Do you have one on in, in like a on the somewhere?
1: Uh no. We uh, we have like a payphone, like a dial payphone, like a phone booth that mm-hmm. hasn't been used. Since 2001, I wanna say. Hmm.
0: We had a, an old rotary phone in my basement when I was growing up. Oh, and that thing was like, da, 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 da. and if you fuck up that last number, god damn it, you push the thing down. We had a party. Do You know what a party line is?
1: We had a I've, party line. I've heard it. I've heard the name. We had.
0: We shared a party line with our neighbors. Marnie. She would. She would be on that thing all the time. It drove me nuts. You'd be like, go to call your neighbor, uh, go to call somebody. He's like, blah 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 blah. She's talking, and you and you could hear, you could tell when someone picked up the other phone. You just hear like a, like oh, she'd so be like, wait, hold on, I think the neighbor's picked up pick the phone. Huh? Ah, you hang up, but every once in a while, you try to like be real s- stealthy about it and listen in for a while. She was a gossiper, <laughs> gossiping all the time. Uh, but okay, I was wondering where was Ralph in this whole storm because the storm, there's no way he biked twenty miles before the storm started.
1: Maybe he's just—I don't know. He's the, out the, dooming the, people. There was a graveyard right there that looked way more welcoming. That the—he's probably just chilling there, <laughs> being like excited to meet you. You're doomed. <laughs> just looking at all the old ladies that pass by there and go, "You're next." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I love you made a comment about the uh, so the cop drops Steve off, uh huh, and the police siren. You said it didn't even sound like a siren. It sounded like some person just
1: yeah, like freaking toad from Mario <laughs> Brothers.
0: They couldn't find the royalty free sound effects, so like, hey, just uh, make a sound like a police just, siren. Just wee
1: you, wee you <laughs> into the mic. Woo 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 woo, wee wee Pretty much, yeah.
0: And then yeah, Steve instantly like right away. He's like, hey, who's that? Now, if nobody, okay. If you're walking up to somebody in the dark and they're shining a flashlight in your eye and you're going, hey, who are you? And they're not responding. Would you keep walking towards them? Mm, Like, would you start? I'd I'd start sidestepping. At least keep some distance.
1: I'd just be more like, you want to get crazy. We can get crazy. (laughs) Us reference. Don't
0: you know I'm loco? Us was a great movie
1: uh-huh
0: i watched that in theaters that was pretty cool i love
1: how our conversation keeps coming back to horror movies that are way better than the one we're talking about yeah
0: oh have you seen um jordan peele's gonna rewrite candy he's rewriting candy man or like writing yeah I know i
1: heard about that yeah
0: i thought he was gonna direct but he's not directing he's no, just, he's just, he's just, he's just one of the writers I'm
1: that pretty, should be good i'm pretty sure they're getting tony todd to come back too so yeah
0: i'm yeah wait that would be awesome that guy's voice that guy's voice he's, is awesome.
1: He's really good at playing really creepy roles. Yeah, and...
0: he was in. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the old movie Platoon. No. Oh man, that's a very star-studded movie. But he was. Uh, he just had a small bit part in that, and he was. He was just great in it too. It's a. It's an interesting movie. Willem Dafoe, Tom Berenger, Charlie Sheen um there's a bunch of other big names in it. Johnny I think Johnny Depp's has, Johnny Depp has a small part in it too.
1: I feel like it's an important <laughs> part of film history I should be more familiar with, but I'm just not. There's
0: a lot of movies out there, man.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> many. Like there's so many that you could bring them up and be like, "Fuck, I'm behind."
0: Oh, I've tried making lists and I'm just like, "There's too many." Yeah, then
1: you don't want to see what's on the list cuz it becomes a chore,
0: yep. And it's like, I'm just, I'll just pick and choose. Just pick and choose ones for the podcast. That's all we need to do.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm just going to watch it again, or I'm just going to watch Midsummer again. It
0: seems to be the, the thing of our generation now. Our generations is like, you know, there's so much stuff to watch. You just go, I'll watch this movie for the 10th time. I catch myself doing it all the time.
1: It's yeah, a totally. horrible habit that I have. But I, I
0: just love movies.
1: Me too. I, I love just like memo, memorizing dialogue from a scene, repeating it in conversation and watching nobody get it.
0: I I get it, Connor.
1: You you get, it. You get Some, it sometimes. You're like the only one who gets it.
0: I love making movie references. That's all my brain is full of is movie quotes. TV Pretty much. Quotes, yeah. Song lyrics and ridiculous jokes. But okay, so now we've addressed the pincushion bill already. This is where um, Alice has boarded herself into the room now. Or no, she sees him. Then she goes and boards herself in. The body uh, comes through, and she doesn't look around at all. And then she meets... Sorry.
1: She was about to, like... When she locks herself in that room, she uses a rope and, like, ties it around a beam. I legit thought that she was so scared she was going to hang herself to get out of it.
0: She's like, fuck this. I'm done. I'm out.
1: I'm out. That'd be a terrible
0: way to go. I'd probably just
1: that that, (laughs) that would be more terrible than the stabbing.
0: I don't know how if I had if I had to kill myself, I don't know how I'd do it. You know what? Probably jump off a cliff. At least you get an adrenaline rush before. But I've heard stories of people who have committed suicide and lived. When they jump off a high cliff, they get halfway down and realize, I shouldn't have done this. This was a terrible idea. I want to live. Exactly, (laughs) yeah. No, so maybe I wouldn't. I'd probably just take probably not drink a bunch of poison or something. No, that'd be
1: painful. I don't know. I don't. I didn't realize we talked about good ways to kill ourselves on your podcast.
0: Yeah, what was the podcast about? Well, we get uh, (laughs) we get pretty dark. We get a little dark.
1: Well, yeah, Halloween.
0: So she meets Mrs. Voorhees here and realizes real quick that she's a psychopath.
1: I love how the whole Jason thing is not even hinted to yeah. throughout the movie. Like this whole thing is brought up now. Like one of my favorite things in movies and going back and being like, "Oh, I should have seen that in the beginning." They weren't like, "There was oh, it's it's like by the Voorheeses," or yeah, there was no
0: mention of her either. The only mention of the kid who drowned. That was it. We didn't know who he was. We didn't know his the- name. I don't think so. Anyway, I don't the, remember. There was a mention of a kid who drowned before she showed up. I think so. Somewhere, somewhere in the uh, maybe the truck driver said it, or maybe someone in that coffee shop in the in, in oh, the beginning said maybe, it.
1: Maybe, yeah. Like, you don't want to go there. Someone drowned there, and then I, I I can't remember. It was it was hours ago. To the actress's credit, she actually did a really good job being creepy as Mrs. Voorhees. Oh yeah, like when she was saying like, "Kill them, mommy, kill them." I will, Jason.
0: I will i love this so she doesn't really fight back or she hits her a little bit and i'm like and we just kept yelling keep beating her keep beating her stop doing the classic movie mistake and letting her fall down and going she's good i'm gonna run now
1: oh and when she was like just overpowering her she just like grabbed her shirt and just like slapped
0: her oh yeah you're like is she gonna slap her to death is this she could have she's a strong woman is this gonna be a sissy fight eh, eh. well it'd be a one-sided because they never but I loved how she runs out. So she runs out, and Bill's body just happens to fall perfectly right when she's running. Oh by. yeah!
1: All <laughs> the corpses are rigged so that they come out at the convenient time for it to be scary.
0: So this Mrs. Voorhees is methodical in her scare tactics, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, she goes way <laughs> above and beyond.
0: So I love how Alice gets to Alice gets to a, a play. There's a, a part. There's a spot where mm-hmm. she finds guns. She's trying to find bullets. Voorhees turns the light, the generator on, lights come on, and she she gets in there, she's backing away, she throws a gun at her, and then she has everything, so many melee weapons to hit her with. What does she grab? A ball, ball of yarn? Like, fucking, come on! Throws it, eh! It's like throwing toilet paper, like in, in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Doodoo paper! You're throwing doodoo paper! <laughs> come on! <laughs> like, you're throwing the weakest thing at her. Hit her with a
1: gun, swing it like a baseball bat use your weapons exactly like or when we went back into the house and there were like all those plates. i'm like shit bash her over head with that cantaloupe
0: yeah there's a she had at one point a little mini trident she could have stabbed her in the neck with that what happened to that trident we never saw it again and she just dropped it because she was scared uh. but she locked herself <laughs> into the pantry and managed to get it i'm like cool cast iron pan great choice those things are heavy as fuck.
1: And she managed to knock Mrs. Voorhees out, but again, didn't check to see if she was dead.
0: Yep, there's a little bit of blood. She goes, and, okay,
1: we're good. And left the pan behind. Yes.
0: Yeah, I don't understand that. You find a good weapon, keep it. Keep it. And all she had to do is just hit her in the skull two more times with that cast iron pan. It's over.
1: Double tap that shit. Yes.
0: Rule number two, the double tap.
1: Exactly. And then she
0: goes and just like, Ah, it's all over. I'm going to go sit in the dark on the edge of the water. One and, last scare! And remember, and just reflect on how this evening rolled out. And <laughs> Yeah, of course, jump scare. Here we go. And
1: she gets the machete
0: and has Alice's strong enough to chop through bone, muscle, sinew, the whole nine yards of Mrs. Voorhees' neck.
1: That was amazing. Like, she couldn't even... Uh, she was... <sighs> She couldn't even defend herself. She was so powerful, couldn't even defend herself and didn't use her superhuman <laughs> strength to get out of this. She could have put the fucking fry, frying pan through her head.
0: And- yeah, with that kind of strength, like, come on. I think, like, even in those decapitation videos on YouTube, it even takes a couple of swipes for those ISIS guys to get through there. I've never watched one. I'm just I'm just making this up. Yeah. I know no, they exist. though. <laughs> and I love the end song. I said it sounded like the end of the chicken fight on Family Guy.
1: Oh, um, my favorite part in her getting decapitated was when she went down, she made those hand gestures like, oh, I'll get you next time, you meddling kid.
0: Foiled again.
1: Exactly. Like, oh, kind of almost like that girl in the beginning, like, oh, you. And I love how
0: she's in the lake. Cops come out. They're like, hey, hey. And then the the body of Jason pulls her out of the boat and she wakes up in the hospital.
1: Because it, it was all a dream. dream.
0: I used to read Word Up magazines, Salt and Pepper, and Heavy D up
1: in the limousine. It's the only part of that song I know. <laughs> well, she <sighs> the only part she dreamed was being found with Jason, but then they're like, he's still out there.
0: Yeah, that was just weird. Like, Nine a weird, more
1: sequels to go. Weird way to end it. Now I have to
0: watch the second and third because I think I've I i can not even remember which ones I've seen, to be honest with you. I've seen I know I've seen Jason X like when he's in space. And Freddy versus Jason, and all those other ones. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm just gonna watch Jason Takes Manhattan and oh, hope yeah. for a musical number, like just a part where they're like all throwing their machetes in unison, <laughs> or like maybe there's like a fountain of blood coming up, and they have like like steel-toed tap shoes.
0: We can't get out of this camp. <laughs> Jason the Musical. <sighs> well, we made it to the end. Uh, this okay? Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna say like this movie could have been better. A- anyway, it really it could. Ba- have. Yeah, back in the 80s, though, I'm sure this was pretty scary. You know, because people weren't uh, adjusted to the jump scares and they weren't scarred by all the shit we've seen on on uh, on the internet.
1: But it was, it's not a classic.
0: No, it, not it, a it, classic. It, it did not hold up at all.
1: Yeah, just. Just put generic slasher movie in, like, honestly, I feel like you could take every slasher movie ever made and put it into, like, an AI or, like, one of those (laughs) things that generates, like, chapters of a Harry Potter book or something. Or
0: the scripts from TV shows.
1: Yeah, and then just put all slasher movies ever into one of those, and then Friday the 13th comes out. Or Mm. one of its sequels.
0: (laughs) It was pretty bad. Well, now it's time for us to rate it. And how we rate things is you can just rate it whatever out of whatever you feel like. Like, for example, I'm going to give this movie Hmm. three 80s hairdos out of 12 uh, blood-soaked Mr. Clean Magic Erasers.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um... I I rate it a suction cup arrowhead out of a regular arrowhead.
0: Nice. The old Nerf style.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If they had Nerf guns, then they would totally be up to safety code. Everything would be fine. Like, honestly, Mrs. Voorhees may have killed all of them, but they killed themselves with how careless they were being.
0: Pretty much. All they had to do to survive was defend themselves, Mm -hmm. stay in a group, and don't leave the cabins at night during the storm.
1: And what did they do?
0: They broke all three of those rules. Carelessness. Sad. Well, that brings us to the end. Are you? Um, do you want to plug anything? Are You going to do some comedy this week? We're going to go into do Dylan's tonight. I'm yeah, a- I'm
1: doing Dylan's tonight. Seven o'clock. This is just kind of a one time thing for now, but hopefully I'll be back down here oh, yeah, soon enough. I'm
0: going to have you down here again for sure.
1: Yeah, be back on the podcast. Totally. Maybe
0: we'll do Friday the Thirteenth too. <laughs> Yeah, or you had some other ones you wanted to do. You wanted to do um, what were the two movies you wanted to do? I wrote them down.
1: Um, Snow White and the, no, not Snow White. Uh, freaking the Nutcracker and the I had a lot to one. say about that movie. All right, and,
0: well, I'm gonna put that on the list. And there was one more. I can't remember.
1: It was might have been the Meg. It was. Yeah, the Meg. And we
0: we didn't do a full on review of that. We just talked over it, so we can do that one too. Okay, classic Jason Statham fighting a shark. Well, my friend, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you for coming down and doing this. That was was a blast.
1: Thanks for having me. Great Great to be on here.
0: All right, cool. We're going to call it there. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. This is Real Garbage.